What is going on, everybody? Welcome to the Page on Hannibal podcast number seven, live. Am I yelling? Maybe, because I'm excited. I'm talking <laughs> to my good friend and compadre. Let's hey, go. How are you doing? What's today? up, man? I'm, listen, dude, I'm good. It's a good, it's a good day to be excited, man. It's hump day. It's, uh, you know, podcast number seven, siete. Let's do this, baby. Yeah, I think one of the studies of podcasts is the average podcast lasts like six or seven episodes. So we're like almost there before we quit. But hey, I don't think we're, we're, we're average. Gonna... We're average. We're good. <laughs> we're right there. Uh, we're right there. And uh, since we're alive, we already have a few people already in the chat. I just want to say hi to everybody in the chat. Garden State, Hector, uh, PPP. I, I recognize a few of these names. Uh, bravo. Yeah, bravo. Appreciate yeah, everyone yeah. that's in here already stable i see another uh, name i think i've seen stable uh, that name before appreciate yeah. you guys for coming through and yeah this is going to be a very hot and spicy episode uh last week we had so much to talk about we didn't get to really get in depth we didn't get balls deep into this conversation this topic so it was like let's move it on that's a ball i just say ballsy didn't i oh yeah you did and we're about to so we're good to yeah. the Britney Grinders situation, what's going on, um, how there's a big uh, divide politically, and, and also what LeBron James had to say about it. And then we could translate, trans, I guess, transition into what LeBron had to say about Boston fans. And very hot and spicy episode. But before we want to get into that, as I always ask you, because I didn't ask you all week, what have you been listening to? What 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 songs are you bumping in the whip is what the kids are saying. Yes, yes, yes. You know what? I actually, starting this weekend, because I had some cleaning on, we had, you know, we had a little birthday party throw on Sunday and I had to clean up some things. I started listening to the first two albums of Kanye because it's been a while. So the mm. college dropout and uh, late registration. And I forgot some of the tracks on there. They're just like, I just forgot how his first couple albums were just classic because I've been stuck on the Donda and some of the more recent stuff. And uh, it was great to go back, man, and just listen to some of his early stuff when he was still refining his rap craft and and how he was still, like, really testing the waters of hip-hop and, like, you know, bringing a whole nother vibe. So it was great to listen to those albums. I listened to each of them the entirety from beginning to end, and uh, it was good. So that's what I've listened to recently. Yeah, those are, I would say that is definitely one of... Probably my favorite. Uh, like when he makes he makes the jokes so or he makes a song old Kanye. Like I enjoy. Yeah. I, I love Kanye I, from right now to, but old Kanye, the soul beat, the backpacker kind of feel. Um, I think those first three are just like your college dropout, late let, uh, late registration, um, graduate. Like I just those graduation. Yeah. But it just, it, there's no skippable tracks. I don't know. Yeah. Like I don't know if any tracks like skip in there. Like, any of those yeah. three albums. He's and I forgot he had like you know Common in there and most Steph and Jay Z. I think he's got Wayne in one Talib, of his songs. Like Kali, Bernie Mac. Uh, you know he, you know doing a little interludes like it's oh, just yeah. it's we're just, yeah, yeah. <laughs> we're going, Mr. West. You we're know, like it's just it's classic Kanye. I like you know I like the new stuff, but it's good to go back and listen to like where he started and realize, man, this guy's been on it. Like he doesn't miss a lot. You know what I mean? Like no. and. and well, he, he some people would say he missed. He's got some albums that are like, yeah, but that his first stuff, he's so hungry and you can tell and it yeah. shows. And uh, it was great to listen to those albums. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So it was good to go back a little bit. And, and uh, it was good, man. I enjoyed that two hours of listening to that. So, you know, and, and, and Garden State dropped in with and I do like 808s and Heartbreak. I liked it when it first came out. I knew I know Kanye so can't I. Yeah. sing. Yeah. 
And if he was able to sing, I think it would be like one of the best albums. Like he can't sing, so he auto-tuned the entire thing, but it was like a breakup album. And mm-hmm. it that hit too. Like I, I think I, I can listen to every song on that one. Um, but for me, and you're gonna be annoyed. You're gonna be very annoyed. Why I've been too <laughs> and I'm not I am not BSing you. I don't know how this happened. It just happened. I've been listening to the new Drake album. Honestly, never mind. Uh, there's some tracks in there, Pedro. I know you're a hater and <laughs> you don't like Drake and it's okay. But uh, yeah, Sticky, I, I think I've played Sticky too many times. Yeah. But Massive and Flight Book, the emotional, you know, oots, 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 it just hits me. I'm driving. It's hot. You know, you're driving down the street, seeing ladies walking around. You know, I don't say anything. Big, oh, big booty ladies. Got the <laughs> yes. big booty ladies. Liability, That's like, there's some tracks in there. And I, I tell you all, guys, right now, all right, you either are single or you're with your lady. You want to get in that romantic mindset. Even though, you know, she talks a lot. doesn't matter. When she comes in the car, go and go, <laughs> put on the Drake. Put on Drake. It, it, it puts the ladies in the mood that you would want to get them into later. I know you made things like interesting. This is probably one of his least liked albums. Like yeah. people did not like it. They I think that he came, he didn't even I think if he would just say, Hey, I'm gonna try to do some club stuff, I'm not gonna try like rap. He Maybe probably wouldn't have got as much hate if he did that. Yeah. But I think it's a I think it just works, gets you in that mood. Um, you know, that and I don't know if you're a big fan of Afrobeats, that kind of genre of music. Yeah, it's all right. Yeah, you put that on, the ladies like it, 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 it gets them into that mood. So, so I, I feel like you're just you're just trying to get in with the ladies or your ladies. So you're trying to set the mood and 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 get your mind right in the car and you're coming home. And you know, I get it, no hate. I I'm a it. I'm a romantic page. I see. I, I, I see. Know, I love love. I like that. I like that about you. It's good. You um, can be like that for the both of us. <laughs> yeah. You know, like, you know, if someone cuts you off, you're just not as annoyed. Uh, but yeah, for some reason that's been that's been uh on. I've been playing that a lot, which is interesting to say the least. It's okay. Um, it's okay. You know, We're it's always friends. It's okay. I forgive you. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, Drake is the most successful artist in the last he is, Probably man. Is. I don't hate him. I don't hate him. I just don't listen to him a lot. But I, I, I respect his grind, and he's absolute. He's obviously uh, talented. I just, mm, there's a time and place for everything. So for mm-hmm. me, I can listen to Drake if I'm in a club, if I'm in a pool, you know, whatever. But if I got some big booty girls around me, but at the end of the day, I, I can't listen to Drake, or I don't listen to Drake while I'm in my car or like working. Like I'm good. So. Uh, like you're, you're, you're a tough guy. It's cool. Yeah, uh, but, uh, as right. John says, I'm a you know Hannibal's a lover, not a fighter, and uh, yeah, Bobby with the Al Green, of course. I'm, I'm not <laughs> obviously. Well, that's I mean, a whole not, another. That's putting, a whole other podcast. Yeah, Bobby's I'm not putting Al Green up in terms of like yeah, Al Green destroys uh, Drake and that kind of. But, but yeah, put in the comments what you guys think or what you guys been listening to. Uh, you know, I'm always interested in listening to new stuff. Obviously, even the old yeah. stuff. You know. I, I think I'm still stuck in the '90s from the, even the conversations we had a couple of weeks ago. That's probably where I've been watching or been listening to the most of my stuff. But, um, but yeah, let's get into the main topic at hand. Let's do it. Um, so we didn't have a chance to talk about it in the last uh, episode, but the Britney Grinder thing is still going on. Uh, it's been a, over 130 days. It's probably even more than that. Yeah. Um, she was in Russia. Got caught with some hash oil, has been detained this far. Thus far, uh, she has pleaded guilty to the charges. Now, it's interesting with the how the Russia court system works. 
Just because you plead guilty, the trial doesn't end. I know we all have our criticisms about America, but at least if you in the court system of America, it's not not perfect. But if you plead guilty, they move on to the to the phase of, okay, let's figure out the penalty. The trial is still going on. And I don't know. I don't understand how that works. um, But I think some Russian players had to basically vouch for her. They testified. Um, she testified. It's it's a weird thing. And what the interesting thing about this situation, Pedro, and, you know, you can just jump on right in, how when you go online and anytime any, uh, it's a Facebook post about it or a Twitter post or a YouTube video, a lot of people are very aggressive mm. either way, but yeah. mostly aggressive about what should happen to Brittany, Brittany Griner. Um, have you noticed that? What are your thoughts about yeah. that? You know, I'm glad you mentioned that because it's it's become political and I understand why, because of, you know, why when she was detained and it was kind of delayed. We didn't find out about it for a little bit. And then you had the whole Russia, Ukraine thing. And so it's become politicized. And some people would say, you know, this is they did it on purpose. You know, Russia did it on purpose and, you know, trying to, you know, get 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 America to, you know, do something or not, who knows. But at the end of the day, like a lot of things become political here. And it's, it's like this country. So split 50, 50, like literally it's split 50, 50. So you have these people extremely passionate on either side of a, of a topic, right? A lot of things have been happening in this country and, yeah. you know, you hear things and it's like, eh, okay, that kind of makes sense. That side kind of makes sense. But then when it's so emotional and people are so passionate and they're not willing to listen and, and everything is about emotion. And I think this is one of those things. It's like, it just, for me, it, it becomes almost annoying because I think we got to be a, do a better job of like listening to the facts and listening to one another. And, you know, guy I used to work with say, hey, you got two listening devices and one speaking device or two listening, you know, so yeah. you got to listen a little more. I think we all need to do that. And at the end of the day, like, she's a WNBA player. She's a C-list, B-list celebrity, whatever you want to call her. And that's the reason we know about this. But these kind of things happen often or at least, you know, uh, you know, to other people. And maybe they're not WNBA, but like it's just, you know, it's just crazy how it becomes political. And I feel like there's this divide, like you said, like the thumbnail says, you know, and it's just like I just I don't get it. And uh, I think she obviously has some responsibility here. And I think there's a lot of irony because of things that she said in the past about this country and not wanting to stand for the flag. And like, you know, that really ruffles some feathers of people in this country. Yeah. And, you know, it's, we have, we have to do a better job of just listening and understanding somebody's opinion on things and understand that their opinion on America and what it might stand for could be very different than yours. And there's reasonings behind that because of maybe how their people have been treated in this country what they've gone through in this country. But I I think it's ironic. And that's the word I would use for her because now it's like she wants to come back. And I know right now that's all she wants. I can only imagine. She's like, I just wanted to go back to where it was. I don't care. I love America. She wasn't saying saying that two years ago. And it's like, yeah, it's just kind of ironic. But obviously she made a mistake. You know, she she has to, you know, pay that pay the piper. But I I don't know, man. I don't know what's going to happen. It's just sad that everything becomes political and yeah. um, and it's just such a divide. And uh, it's going to be interesting to see what happens, you know. 
Yeah, we have some few really interesting comments from from the chat. Uh, John with uh, John, Russian court is like being down <laughs> by twenty against Bel- Belichick. He wants to score another twenty on you. Uh, yeah, uh, Garden State people's opinions on it has super became super polarizing. Yeah, that's a uh, uh, really good uh, comment. Uh, Hector, honestly, I blame her, this on her agent. Her agent should have been familiar with the laws in Russia and should have had been educated her about yeah, it. Like, let's let's talk about that real quick. And I want to get your opinion on the Senate. I feel yeah. like, I, I, you know, you know, we talk about sports in this channel. We love athletes. We love hip hop, music, celebrities. Like we like it's it's culture, right? We we like the culture. We like all that. But at the end of the day, like they, these guys, these people we're talking about have money. They have handlers or agents or groupies or people that yes men around them. And they have eight, you know, lawyers. She should have known better. You know, like, uh, you know, she should have known better as far as not to have something that's illegal on in another country, especially Russia. You got to understand where you're going. What don't, you're don't don't take like, drugs. Don't use don't, drugs. Don't take drugs. And at least in the continent of Asia. Don't bother. You should, you should know better. You should You're know right? better, right? Amsterdam is in Holland. Yeah, and there's all. But in that entire area, <laughs> China, and all. Don't no drugs. No drugs. Um, my opinion. I think she forgot. You think I so? think yeah. it could be that, or she just she got away with it. I think is one way. It's possible she forgot because if she's a weedhead, and you're not a weedhead, but we forget stuff all the time. Like, yo, did I put that? Oh, God damn, I put it in that, in that damn, this yeah. part of the damn luggage, which is still not a, a good excuse. So, honest mistake, right? You're saying it could it's be a mistake. mistake. Yeah, yeah, I would Oversight. say so. Yeah. Um, th- or, or just, you know, and thing is that Brittany has some legal issues back home hmm. of either, I think it was domestic violence call, yeah. uh, charges. Yeah. So, you know, there's certain, when it, there's certain kind, when people kind of get in trouble often, a lot of it is really impulsive and they do what they want to do or what they feel like doing at the time. And they, you know, they get away with it. I doubt this is the first time she probably done that. It just yeah. got caught. And now, yeah, I'm sure she's reevaluating everything. Cause the thing about America, you can criticize it. And of course everything is, everything could be criticized. You forget how easy or how different things are when you leave this country. Yeah. And I think a lot of people don't understand that they don't travel. They don't research. They don't understand that the other prison systems in other countries, especially third world countries, it's like a human violation, a human rights violation. Yeah. How in certain countries, they'll put probably 50 people in, in, in one little, we call it a cell. Yeah. Everyone rubbed up against each other. Like yeah. you just don't, you know, we're at a point where the police don't run the, the jail. The prisoners run the jail. They just they're just on the outside. You know, like it there's so many issues outside of this country that of course deserves some criticisms. Obviously, there's issues, but I know that Brittany is like, damn. Yeah. Things ain't that bad back home. It ain't yeah. that bad. Yeah. Uh, you know, um, let me just see even with the more uh comments in here. Yeah, just like Hector, you know. The real question, how many times has she done this before she got caught? And that's usually hit. That's even when you know, when a person got caught cheating. They'll say, that's my first time. I'm sorry, it's, baby. It's not. No, it wasn't. <laughs> it wasn't. Well, and like time. you said, if she got, if, let's say she's caught here, athletes with something like that, you know, athletes can get in trouble if it's severe. But if you're an athlete or a celebrity, you get caught with a little weed, you get pulled over with something, you know, you, you it's forgivable. You catch the right 
airport person or cop, they're like, eh, it's, it's cool, Brittany. You good. You good. Just, you know, go home, go home. Right. In in other parts of the world. Nah, are you American? Are we going to make a, we going to make a point with you. We're going to, we're going to prove a point with you. We're going to use you to prove a point. We're going to hold you here because, you know, we don't like you. And, you know, that's just how it is. America does it too. Think about back in uh, 2001 to 2000, let's say seven or eight. If you were Muslim in this country, forget about it. You were getting pulled over. You were getting checked. You were, you know, and there were reasons for that, right? So, like, we have to understand, like, when you're traveling, you got to move like you know what's going on. And where, where am I going? What do I have? What are the rules there? Like, you know, and she, I, I guess you're probably right, man. She probably just slipped up and she slipped up before and it was forgiven. And we all make mistakes. We're human beings. And I think she definitely regrets it for sure. Yeah. Like bad, bad timing. Um, and yeah, we can yeah. just dive more into the political point. I think uh, EB had a really good comment. This whole story has been sensationalized by the left because she's a person of color. Also in the LGBTQ community, which is one of the main left's main talking points of divisiveness. Mm. And you can look at both sides. I think the right is saying, hey, listen, um, Brittany Griner has been critical of the country. She doesn't want to stand up for the flag. And if you're super patriotic and super nationalistic, you're like, well, let her rot in prison. Then the, then the left is like, well, she's being targeted because she's a part of, you know, this group. Obviously, mm-hmm. she's intersexual, like she's you know, gay. Also, she's a, a black person. And they don't approve of that in Russia. And they don't Hopefully. approve that in Russia. Yeah. But it's also Russia pays them, pays the um the uh the professional women's sports higher than American, I think. Oh no, so, they do. and yeah. I'm sure you know they 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 take care of them. I mean that's why they travel. That's why because the WNBA doesn't make a lot of money. WNBA is not profitable. The WNBA is, for better lack of a term, a, a charity project of the of NBA. NBA finances them. They have not made a profit. Um, I can't tell you the five teams. You probably you, you probably a little bit more. WNBA, I could maybe name five, but yeah, it's not, it's not, it's not profitable in America because people don't watch and there's, people no, don't TV, watch. there's no TV yeah. contracts over in other parts of the country. They pay because people watch people like it's it. a yeah. sporting event and they like it. So, yeah. Yeah. And Bill Burr had a really good bit. I think it's on YouTube was saying it, it the, the feminine, the feminist watching, because if, if the women are not watching, the feminists <laughs> not watching, but blame it. Like he was like, it's your fault that <laughs> feminists is your fault. The WNBA NBA is not fought properly. There's not, not demand for it. There's no demand for it. Yeah. It's like, you watch it, you know, and Brittany Griner, I think we all knew her. Like she was one of the famous basketball players outside yeah. of that because she was like, she gave, she could dunk. Yeah. And I, I don't know. Is she like the best um, WNBA player? No, she's definitely not the best. She's, not she's, the best. she's, she went to college at Baylor. She was really good. I think they won a national championship. She was dunking in college a couple times, you know, and she got to WNBA. She's she's good, but she's not. I, I would say she's out out of the top ten even. So she's okay. not. Yeah, she's she's good, but she's not one of the top top, you know, ten players or anything yeah. like that. Because so. yeah, from top of my head, I know Skylar Taker Diggins. Of course you do. Yes. <laughs> She's, she's very hot. talented. She's Pedro, very talented. Very woman. talented. Lots of <laughs> talent there. Uh, obviously, Candace Parker. Like she's a. Oh, big. she's one of the. She's yeah. Her and Diana I mean, Taurasi, they're the goats, man. Yeah. Uh, Sue Bird, and she's about to retire. So Sue they. Bird, I, I know yeah. a few. Uh, I mean, back at I remember when the, when the WNBA first came out when they had Rebecca Lobo, Lisa Leslie, and it looked like it was actually going to do something because a lot of those. Um, um, players actually won the gold like right before yeah. or during yeah. it. So it was like a lot of pub, but it just for some reason just didn't carry on. But back to the political point, I think there's a little bit of both here. Okay. 
Russia did not target this person and say, let's plant some hash oil. Right. But what I think Russia did was saw someone slipping and said, oh, we got, we got, we got one. We got an American that's of note. We're in a war. We're trying to take over Ukraine. And yeah, we're going to, we're going to, we're going to, we're going to milk this for us. Worth it. And I know there's some talk about exchanging prisoners and all that stuff. I did not dive that deep into it. Well, some, some prisoners, there was a, there was, there was somebody that was exchanged around the same time Brittany was detained, has been detained, but it wasn't Brittany. So there was some thing about that. And it's like, well, why not Brittany? Well, like, well, there's other people, right, involved right. here. I read that today. I was looking up in a little bit. And um, it's definitely, it was an opportunity. Russia took an opportunity. And that's how I, I agree with what you're saying with that. Yeah, like, it could be a little bit of both. I don't think they went after her because, well, she's a black uh, gay person. No, she got caught. Yeah. And yeah, they're going to push this. They're not, they're, I mean, they're, me and the U.S. are basically in another Cold War. We, the sanctions are going left and right, even though they're not working. And, yeah, they're going to milk this for all this worth. I just saw – and I, we kind of missed this while we were throwing out, um, you know, famous uh, professional uh, women players. Oh, sure. I, mean, yeah, Brett, you know, sure. Uh, I, I, I would disagree. She 100 points, Paige. I would dis- – Cheryl Miller's not the GOAT in, the w, in, in women's – I think she's OG Donna Tarazi. Like somebody just said, it's considered a black mama. Donna Tarazi is the goat of the WNBA, yeah. followed by, I would say, maybe Candace Parker, Lisa Leslie, uh, Cheryl Swoops. There's a few. Oh, yeah, I, I would, I would name before uh, Miller. Absolutely. Yeah. But that's just, yeah, I know a little bit about them. Yeah, I had a, my stepdaughter was a fanatical basketball player. She's amazing. She'll go D1 next year. Get out of here. Uh, oh, she's a beast. Nice, yeah, bro. Shout out, to, shout out to Michaela Moore. She's fantastic. Nice. So I know a little bit about. I watch women's basketball. I actually enjoy watching it because the way they play is yeah. a lot more team oriented, and it's fun to watch. Actually, the fundamentals, like I actually enjoy it. Um, yeah. But yeah, that's those are my top three or four. But sure, you know, she's a, she's there. She's not the goat though. Okay. Respectfully disagree. Gotcha. <laughs> yeah, I, I I think it's a little bit of that where. Yes, both sides are fighting this, and as much as and, and again, let's think about it. Okay, you say it. Uh, Brittany Grinder was very critical of the USA, and she's doing this. They say, "Well, let her rot." And the thing is, if she wasn't famous, we wouldn't be talking about it. There have been people in Great there point. being locked up. Uh, yep. There's a really good show called Locked Up Abroad. I don't think it, I don't know if it's out. I forgot what channel where people talk about their stories about being locked up abroad, and they're not good. You know, being America does nothing. Mm-hmm. Maybe actually gives you more of a problem because they're like, well, we're going to keep you here. You don't know, don't know the language. You could be taken advantage of. You have no idea. So it's definitely something that, um, yeah, I, th- I think she is. She's, gonna, she's a pawn now. And I know a lot of people are very critical of Biden. Why he's not doing enough. Mm. What can he do? What Let me, I want to ask you, I want to ask you a hot take because sure. I've been, I've been thinking about this, right? So Donald Trump got Aesop Rocky, Little Wayne, a couple. He got other people kind of out or whatever. Do you think if Donald Trump was president, and I am not a Donald Trump fan, let me just say that right now. I'm not. I'm not a Joe Biden fan either, though. They're both trash, in my opinion. Anyways, yeah. Um, do you think if Donald Trump was president, Brittany Griner would have been out by now? Probably. Yeah. Me too. I agree. <laughs> it's hard to say. I, That's I the think first thing would, I was like, he probably first. I think he would have got her out. I think he would have got her out. He had a yeah. better relationship with Putin. Um, yeah, yeah. A lot of this, and again, we're not gonna go too political in here, 
But a lot of this war and fighting and weird stuff wasn't happening. We were just mad because he was tweeting. He had bad tweets. His tweets <laughs> good, is bad. Good God, his, guys, his tweets is ridiculous. Yeah, but yeah. this fighting and weird stuff didn't happen until Biden. Uh, and it, I don't watch Biden talk anymore. It actually makes me uncomfortable. I, I, I feel bad for him. I don't either. Yeah. Today, we had other issues, though. When Trump was, we had other we issues had that other were different, issues, you know? We, you know, but you're right about that. Yeah. Yeah. So it, it's, it's difficult. But yeah, right now, I mean, Biden said a few things. He's a killer, blah, blah, blah. So there's a lot of rhetoric. And I think um, there's nothing Biden can do right yeah. now. There's a war happening, there's sanctions happening. So, now they're going to use uh, Brittany as a, a bargaining chip. They're going to say, okay, well, if you want her back, you're going to have to give us A, B, and C. Because I think they're going to give her, I think it looks like the sentencing is around 10 years. They're going to probably hit with 10 years to get USA. Do you, know, do you know in Russia if it's, it's 10 years, 10 years, or like is it in America? You do 10, you serve three or something. Are you, do you know? I, how don't, know. I don't know. Russia either. probably keep you there for them. I don't know if they do good time. I don't know. I mean, if someone in the um, – in the comments, you know, have some more knowledge about the yeah. criminal justice system. Probably not. Um, apparently, they have a very high co- um, conviction rate to a point where no one ever gets, like, acquitted. So that's why a lot of people are saying it was actually a good idea for her to plead guilty mm-hmm. and then kind of beg to kind of say, hey, I'm sorry. She wants and, to get mercy a little bit, maybe. Yeah. Like, yeah. Because yeah. uh, a lot of – I felt like a lot of the – some some – looks like on the left we're kind of making it seem like it was planted and it wasn't real and i was like we'll never know we'll never know i mean i think she would you know if if somebody plants something on me i'm not gonna admit to that i'm gonna i'm gonna i'm going down i'm gonna be like i didn't i don't have anything i didn't have anything you know right right, i I would make it that but obviously she knew she messed up and she wants to get back home and i just the irony is wild to me because you know I don't necessarily, you know, if somebody feels a certain way about like a country or they have different political beliefs, hey, do you think what you think how you want to feel? I am not in your mind. I haven't lived your experience, you know, so like have an opinion. That's what's great about this country, Hannibal. In my opinion, the best thing about living here is that we could be we can have a podcast, voice our opinions. And for the most part, we could speak freely. Right. Like we can say what we want. We can have opinions. We can go out and work, come home to our families. There's a lot of freedom in that. But then I do also understand for a lot of people, freedom is weighted differently, right? Based on their family history, based on their how they live every day, how they're treated. So, like, I, I, I respect her and what she said maybe, you know, a couple of years ago. And, like, that's her that's her belief. That's her thought. For whatever reason, I'm not going to, you know, we got to stop taking that from people. Like, oh, no, you should just do this. And this is the best country ever. And you should just. No, people can have opinions. That's what soldiers go to fight for. We fight for our freedoms, our liberties, our freedom of speech. We should all have that, right? So I would never take that from her. But it's ironic now that she wants to come back home to the places she said she, you know, wouldn't stand for the anthem. I think that's where the the, the political right look at her like, no, you can you could rot over there because you didn't want to be here anyway. You talk crap on the flag, so it's just weird, like mix yeah. and that's where it becomes political because she had opinions about you know standing for the flag kneeling whatnot but at the end of the day like that's we should have opinions we should be able to voice our opinions in this country i think that that's what makes this country great and mm-hmm. i think now it's kind of like she put herself in a bad spot she made a mistake and i hope she comes back i don't want her to be over there for 10 years i think that that's excessive for what the crime is but it's russia and their laws are different so what do you do you know 
Yeah, it, it's a learning lesson for many people to, hey, listen, when you're traveling, make sure you know all of the laws that's, have, that's going on in the place that you're going to go because you're a guest right. there and you got to make sure you, you're up on your P's and Q's. Like, I know what the situation that happened with North Korea when um, I forgot the, the young man's name, lost it just now, where he was accused of stealing a poster. And uh, they did something to him when he came back. It was basically in comatose condition. He died. He was, a few he was an American later. in North Korea. He was American in North Korea, which yeah. I don't know why would you? Yeah, you're not Dennis Rodman. If you're not why? Dennis Rodman, do not go why? to North Korea. Listen, you'd have to give me uh, a lot, a lot, a lot of bags to go to North Korea. Like, yeah, no like, way. Which, so he got caught stealing a poster. He had he he, he even you know he. Bad. He, he played guilty and all that type of thing, and they did. They tort. They must have tortured him to a point when he came back. He was a normal, regular, healthy person before when he got there. Came back comatose, died a few years later. I think Trump was able to get him out. I think it was actually around that time. I think I forgot yeah. his name. You don't want to put yourself in that position. Um, but you know what? Let's actually bring in um, LeBron. LeBron had a few words to say about it. Yeah. Let's, let's and then we're actually going to put his response after he said that response if that makes any sense uh-huh. so let me put that in right quick so we hear what he had to say now you're not gonna see his face we gotta make sure the copyright is legit so we don't get you know dinged or anything so let's put in what he had to say it's about a minute and 18 minutes about uh what he talked about uh britney a woman named britney griner who's an amazing basketball player amazing person she was in russia playing the war broke out on her way back flying home they said she had some amount of hash which was illegal in russia and they, she is in Russia. We don't really know where. She's been there. Over 100. It had got to be over, over 110 days. days yeah, or just something yeah. like that. It's pretty fucked up what's going on. The WNBA season has started, and she still... She still has not come she back. She still hasn't come back. But she's a superstar. Superstar. I mean, we're talking about... We're talking about... This is the top of the yeah. top. This, is, this the top. is LeBron of the WNBA. You, being you, LeBron yeah. James, have you thought of, like, what... Like, if it was you, you travel to Europe, you do these things, like, have you put yourself there in terms of, like, man, what she must be going through, what that experience I, must be like? I'm, I'm, I was trying to imagine it, and it's hard for me, too, to even put myself into what she's going through. Like, she's such a, a great human being, a great person. Uh, obviously, I've been in her presence a few times, and, you know, you always feel like, you know, if you're from a certain place, you always feel like, like, they got your back. And in, and in a sense, like, now, how could she feel like America has her back? Like... I would be feeling like, do I even want to go back to America if I'm I've been gone over 130 days and and I feel like it's been zero effort. Okay, so before LeBron we put his James. response, <laughs> what what are your thoughts about just that statement that he put out there? Like, what you, you know, think? I you know, I think uh, when you're talking freely in the context of friends or whatever, you know, I understand what he's saying, but I, you know, I don't think he articulated it the way he wanted to in his brain. Yeah. Uh, you know, because clearly she wants to come back and mm-hmm. anybody would want to come back from Russia, a Russian jail. Yeah. The comforts of being a Milton, a millionaire in the United States, being a professional athlete, you want to come back. You're not going to be like, oh, I don't feel like they're doing enough. I'm I'm, I'm cool. I'm going to stay over here. Nah, come on, LeBron, you'd want to come back. So I think he just kind of misspoke a little bit. I get where he was going. I think we've all been guilty of that on some level. But because it's LeBron James, it's like, you know, he's got to watch his piece cues. But I think it's... um. I think he did. He like apologize or something, or yeah, he re- yeah. st- retract. Yeah, I'm, gonna, it, yeah, I'm actually posted right now his uh, yeah, okay. tweet that he after that came out, and I'm gonna reserve my final judgment on LeBron at the end of the next story. Okay. Um, 
but at least for this situation, I think he well, let's 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 go straight to his uh tweet. Let me see if I can find it real quick. Okay, you're right here. Yeah. Mm. So the shop is a show that he has. It's kind of like that round table deal. Uh he puts in my comments on the shop regarding Brittany Griner wasn't knocking our beautiful country. I was simply saying how she's probably feeling emotionally, along with so many other emotional emotions, like thoughts, etc. Inside the cage she's been in for over a hundred days. Long story short, hashtag bring her home, hashtag free BG. Yeah. So he had to kind of clean it up there. Yeah. Um, yeah. But I think he was thinking like in his, in her, and he's trying to be in her mind. Like, this is, this sucks. Like, you know, they're not doing enough. Like I get it, but like, you know, it's almost like with these celebrities and professional ball players, like they get coddled, you know, when you, when you make it to the WNBA and uh, the NBA, we have to understand these athletes have been, the best at what they've been doing since they're probably six, seven, eight years old, then middle school, then high school, they're always get what they want. So it's like they expect when something bad happens to people either to forgive, forget, or immediately rectify the situation. And when you're in another country that's in the middle of a war, that's not going to happen. So I think he's trying to get inside her brain, what she might be thinking, but I think he said it. I think he misspoke a little bit. It's my opinion, but it, it, Pedro, you should be his like representative, his PR, because that's very good spin. Sign me up. <laughs> sign me up. Sign me up. All right, give somebody, <laughs> that's a good spin. I actually, I, I didn't think about it that way, but uh, it's a really good comment by Hector. To be honest, though, I feel athletes shouldn't mix politics with their careers. The only change mm. you can do is help your communities. At least, and, and that's what LeBron does. I can't, it's a few. It's a few criticisms I have about LeBron. Mm-hmm. So if you, one that I will say is he's a genius on a basketball court. His IQ of basketball is next level. His body, his physicality, the fact that he takes care of his body to be this effective this uh, many years is outwardly. Like this doesn't, doesn't him and Brady are doing things that it's, most yeah. mortal men can do. It's and one of one. I mean, forget about that. Yeah, you forget about that. And he spends a million dollars a year on his body. Like, so certain things, and also his business acumen, at least the ability to link up with Ma- Maverick Carter, like these friends that he figured that he had, or like business geniuses. He may not. It's amazing. amazing. It's amazing. But he hooked himself up to to get really smart people to do run a lot of his businesses. So there's a few things he got down. Um, but again, I will go with my main criticism of him after the next story. But okay. um, but yeah, I, I think. He does great things for the community as well. He got the he got the school, so he he does that. It's just when he talks about other things, that's my main. And then uh, you know, I think if anything, that's like the only thing we can hold against him. If you think about it, right? Because he yeah. does a lot of positive, but yeah, at the end of the and day, he won't go, like, go to jail. You know why he yeah. does? He doesn't get he don't get caught doing any no. crime. There's no crime. No. LeBron doesn't commit crime. So this idea of I think uh, Brittany Griner's coach was like, well, if it was LeBron, he would have gotten out. Or like they're like, wait, what? LeBron wouldn't be getting caught with drugs on him. No. Because LeBron don't go to jail. He doesn't commit crime. So let's right. he, he right. hasn't been convicted of domestic violence. So like slow right. down here, trying right. to compare the two. They're not, they're not even and then also LeBron's black. So if we're going with the race angle, it doesn't make any sense. Yeah. Um they would help they would, first of all, they'll hold the crap out. If LeBron had drugs on him, you think they'd uh, let him out? Forget what in Russia, no. In America, in America, I think oh, it, yeah, it, it yeah, would just, yeah. it would just depend on who arrested him. You know what I'm you know what I'm saying? Like it depends on you know. You gotta understand when you're a, when you're a billionaire, you could do a lot. Like you, well, yeah. you know, he's you know. So I think it just depends on the situation. 
I think people with with uh, with means can get away with things. That's just the way this country is, and that's fine. That's the way a lot of countries are. If you got money, you can get out of anything for the yeah. most part, right? But yeah, he's uh, you know she she technically she did something illegal. So you, it's hard to like feel sorry for, her, but at the same time, she made a mistake. Do I think she's served enough time and got? Yeah, I do. Like it's you know. But in Russia, hash or weed or whatever is looked upon differently than it is here, you know. So it's tough, man. I think she made a mistake. I think she's been over there long enough. She should come home. That's my opinion. But uh, I'll be curious to see what happens. So, yeah, I at first I think when it first came out, I was like, "Well, you're on your own. Like you, you yeah, you, know, you kind of effed up there." But as the story progresses, you see her more often. I do feel uh, sad for her. Um, she's another human being. Yeah. Um, drug th- that type of drug that she's getting being caught is something that we're still fighting. I mean, we're finally kind of getting over the hill of trying to make it legalized here, yeah. Yeah. but here exactly the key word of being here in the U.S. compared to being overseas, and you got to respect those laws and just bad timing, bad, bad, bad. It's timing. bad. So, it's bad. It's definitely bad timing. But you know, um. We, I guess we we kind of you know and that's the beautiful thing about this podcast. It, it we were we're going to be in nuance. We're going to you know the hard stand hard positions a lot, and I think that really works on YouTube and especially media having really strong aggressive, um, hard right or hard left nonsense, and it does well. It, it gets the clicks and views, but that's just not how. That's, I don't think that's not how you think. That's not how I think. I think many people check. Yeah. We have yeah we have some like hey you're in trouble you gotta stay there, but also at the same time we know that. There's some political nonsense going on where this should yeah. going to be used as a pawn and don't, but also at the end of the day, don't get yourself caught in that position. Mm-hmm. Whether you're progressive or you're conservative, don't go overseas and commit any, when you're there, you're a guest, be as clean as possible. Unless you were at a spot, you're in, you're in Holland, go ha- have No, fun. you you know no. what, man, you, Hannibal, you just said it perfectly, man. It's like, if I'm, if I'm chilling in my house, I can put my feet up. I can eat my chips and put them on the ground if I want them in my home. I can do what I want. I know what rules I can break. I know what my wife wants me to do, what my husband doesn't want me to do, right. what my, you know, what my employer is good with. I could do what I want. Right. It's, it's great about living here. But if I go to Hannibal's house, I've never been there before. Maybe his place is different. I ain't putting my feet up on the couch. I ain't eating chips and throwing them on the ground. There's a level of respect. Regardless yeah. of what you think about other countries, you got to respect the rules that are there. And I would expect somebody coming to our country to do the same, yeah. right? Because that's just how it works. And if you want to move like a respectable human being and keep your freedom, that's where she slipped, you know? Yeah. So Yeah, you got to keep it as a business trip. and got to keep it as a business trip. Especially over there. But, you know, like I think it's a learning lesson, especially every time I every time I watch like a Locked Up Abroad, I'm like, yo, if I'm going to Bali, don't get caught with any drugs. You're going to <laughs> stay here forever. You're not coming back out. Like yeah. it's just yeah. certain things like that. So... But we're going to transition, still talk about LeBron. So a couple of days ago, again, I don't know if it's the same show. Um, I, I don't know. I think it was def- It was on the shot, but I don't know if it was the same show. But. Yeah, but he's, you know, um, LeBron talking candidly about playing in Boston. Mm-hmm. And he has some thoughts about uh, what he thinks about Boston fans or Boston in general. I think Boston fans. Yeah. And, you know, LeBron has spanked Boston for many, many years when he oh, was. Yeah. I mean, I still remember that 45 point game he put up. Versus it KG was, and then Paul Pierce and those guys. Yeah, man. They couldn't stop him. He went, I think he went, I think he scored every point 
or most of the points in the fourth quarter and then most of them in the over. He scored like 24 in a row or something. He I can, mean, that's that's stop. amazing. That's it's amazing. One of the, it's one of those games you kind of remember. It's kind of, you know, yeah. like even like the Steph game, the 41 uh, point he dropped uh, this. But that game was, I guess that kind of cemented like, oh, this guy is like legit. Like we thought he was good. It was like, oh, he's actually, he can be one of the greatest. He's, of, uh, yeah, all he's time. that guy. Yeah, that he was still young guy. with the Cavaliers. He was before he went to Miami. So Yeah, exactly. Like you finally really started up like, okay, this is the, this is the guy. So LeBron, you know, Boston fans probably don't like him all that much <laughs> for many, many years. So I'm going to put another clip of what he had to say about this is a much shorter one. What he said about Boston fans. I mean Boston. Boston. Yeah. Why, why do you Why do you hate Boston? Because <laughs> they racist as fuck. That's yeah, why nasty. they will say nasty. they will say anything, and it's fine. I mean, fuck, it's they my life. It. I mean, she's been dealing it. with it my whole life. I don't mind it. Like I hear it. Like if I hear somebody like close by, I check them real quick. I move on to the game. Whatever the fuck, they're gonna say whatever the fuck they want to say. They might throw something on you. I mean, I got a beer thrown on me leaving the game. You know, like. All right, so that was pretty quick, and that, and that's legit. He did not, he's not lying. I've uh, yeah. he did get yeah. a beer uh, poured on him when he was he was going into the tunnel, and just like a bunch of liquid fell on him. So, what are your thoughts now? Again, before we're gonna get we're gonna talk about race right now, guys. Yeah, race. Let, let, let's um, talk about it. I got listen. some thoughts. Now we are pro. We pro race? No, we love. Listen, what I does like that mean? Hold on, pro race. What? Yeah, pro race. <laughs> 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 we love all colors. I love white women. Pedro. I love, I love white women. We and all love white women. women and all Asian of women and Hispanic women. I've been with non listen, Listen, this is going to sound <laughs> corny as whatever. I don't just like, listen, man, I'm, I, I rock with anybody as long as you good people. Like, I could care less. I do realize there is racism in this country. Yes. It's all around us. It happens. I think we use the race card too easy. We're too quick to use it. So one mm-hmm. thing I don't like, people just use it too much. But we have to realize there is issues. And right. you can't, we, nobody, nobody can debate that. And if you debate that, I can't rock with you. If you think that, you know, you're blind, if you think there's not. And yeah. I've seen it firsthand. So those people can kick rocks. But I, I, I generally think most people are good people. And I, 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 base, I base people based on their character and how they treat me. And... Um, but as far as LeBron, I'll start with saying this. Boston is known in the sports world for being kind of like that. Now, I'm not a professional athlete. I've never stepped foot in Boston, so I can't speak from it personally. But multiple sports figures for multiple different teams in different sports, whether it's hockey, uh, baseball, basketball, they've said that about that city. So who knows, right? Um, the same way they say, like, you know, Oakland Raiders fans are a certain way, Philadelphia Phillies fans, the Eagles fans, the San Francisco Giants, the Dodgers. Everybody kind of has their, like, you know, that fan's this kind of way. Boston's known in the sports world for being kind of racist. It is what it is, right? That's just, they got to they gotta take that because there's got to be some truth to it. There can't be that many people that think that, and you know. But when LeBron's talking about, like, beer being poured on him, wah, cry, LeBron. I, I do not feel – you got to understand, what, what's, what, what, what is awesome about sports is you want a fanatical fan base, right? You want that. I got no problem with a dude pouring a little bit of beer on me if I'm making $50 million a year. I could care less, bro. I'm good. Give me the hate. That means I'm doing something good, right? Right. Now, is it rude? Yes. Is that racist? Absolutely not. If somebody calls me out of my name, you know, uh, you know, if I'm a black man, as long as he ain't using the N word, 
could care less. Don't care. You call my mama something. Hey, your mama's fat. Your mama's this. Don't care. That's that's a fan. Like, I don't. We got to stop being super sensitive to that kind of stuff. Right. But like, yeah, if the N words being thrown around or like they're saying like really, you know, really crazy things. Yeah, that's not cool. Like, that's not, you know, you're not going to get that in St. Louis for the most part. Right. You go to a Cardinals Cubs game. I, you know, I've been to a few. I'm not really seeing that there. Right. Right. Um, but in Boston, that that's kind of seems to be like that's the measuring stick, like for what those fans do sometimes. But at the end of the day, like a little bit of beer or like calling your mom or something like get out of here with that. That's that, who cares. Right. But clearly some of these sports figures have heard fans say certain things that they consider crossing the line. And, you know, there's there's no room for that. I think there's you know, there's something if I'm if I'm being heckled, that's one thing. Now, if you're calling me like something that's super derogatory yeah those fans should not be allowed in the stadium point blank period yeah. point blank period they should not be allowed sometimes we see stories where those fans are kicked out they can't go back that's the right thing to do but if it's a fan just saying lebron you're a bum your mom sucks i slept with her last night oh my god your wife is ugly like you gotta deal with that bro like that's right. you know that you know so for me i think boston definitely has like uh they're, they're known for that like even the Patriots fans, you know, I've, I've heard football players say things, baseball players um, with the Red Sox. Like, but at the end of the day, like, I don't know, there's there's passion and then there's straight racism. And I think those are two different things. And I'm not a professional athlete, never even been to Boston, but there's got to be some truth behind it. But, you know, I don't know, man, like it's, it's tough. I mean, I've seen like clips of like Westbrook arguing with fans on the sidelines and like, I feel like sometimes some of these athletes get a little too sensitive and they feel like, oh, well, he's doing that because I look this way. And that might not be the truth. So it's it's tough. You know, sometimes Thanks. fans are just fans and they don't like you and they're heckling you because you're that guy. You're good. You're Russell Westbrook. You're LeBron James. Yeah. You're whoever. And I think it's hard to know where the truth is with that. But, you know, if anybody's going to a game and they're throwing around like racial slurs, yeah, that dude, they got to go. And they, they, you would they, hope security yeah. or something would like step in and do something, but it's tough to know what the reality um, is. No, but that's worse. <laughs> that's worse. No, <laughs> you can I, say I, that. I, I won't. You can I, say. I, I don't want to go uh, to a tangent. Nickelback yeah. is a decent band. They have some good songs. I don't understand the hate with Nickelback. They have Nickelback, good songs. I don't understand Nickelback the Nickelback is trash. No, they're not. Listen, we'll talk about this trash. another time. We'll talk about it. <laughs> yeah. um look at this photograph anyway so what i think about the situation now that there there's a few uh comments and there you know few people have talked about it Uh, hector talking about tory hunter and there's other players talked about certain certain kinds of behaviors happening in boston and i still i do believe that especially lebron lebron is super sensitive he is super yeah. sensitive guy and he's a leader of the NBA. And I feel like every, like, look from Kevin Durant burning accounts and, and Kyrie, like, and then like Ben afraid to put on basketball shorts and go out and play a game. Like it's just so much sensitivity while like the foreign players like Luca and, and, and the Greek freak are just like, mm. we've been through some stuff. Great point. You know, we've we been like the NBA, the MVP at the NBA, he's been through some stuff where he, where he came from. To the point where he, you suck. You're like, man, I can go to jail for disrespecting <laughs> the, the leader of this place. Yeah. I'll go to jail. Like, yeah. we just, we we don't forget how easy we have it. But I think 
what this is what I think is happening. Is there probably some some uh, super aggressive Boston fans? Yeah, definitely. Some really aggressive sports fans because Boston doesn't have anything but sports. It's cold. <laughs> I think the bar is closed too early. Hannibal with the zinger. <laughs> All they have is their sports teams. They got yeah. their Patriots, they got the Red Sox, and they got the Celtics and uh, Bruins. And yeah. they really, really care because there's nothing else. It's too cold. That's why, like, you know, there's not a lot of fanatical fans in Tampa because yeah. you can go to the beach. Yeah, you want to care about the Miami Heat, but go to South Beach and enjoy that. And Boston's like the armpit; it's like the other armpit of New York yeah, compared it, to like Jersey. It's like the yeah, it's Boston. Or even yeah, some or even I go with New York with like Yankees fans. Some Yankees fans are like super. So it's like yo, they won twenty five thousand championships. Like why? Yeah. And then since you didn't, they didn't win in like last ten years, they'll be on. You know, I'll drive them here and talk radio. Like I'm worried about this season. They're dominating this, this season. I don't even know about baseball. I'm like, they're beating everyone's ass, and you're yeah. still like that level of fanaticism could get to a point where they they'll say anything to you to get under your skin. Yeah, and they get they'll be a little reckless, I think. And I think the problem is with a player, especially if you're a black player, you are in this fishbowl called a court. Then you know you're playing the game, and when someone doesn't look like you, saying some crazy stuff like calling you a boy. Mm. You're gonna take it. You're gonna take it a different way. Yeah. Um, so if a black guy calling another black person a boy, you know, I, I don't yeah. like either one of those. All, it's, those, it's, those are my trigger. That's my trigger. Don't call me a boy. Yeah. But when another person doesn't look like you say that, they may not be racist. They're trying to get into your skin. You take yeah. it as they're being a racist. So I, I think that's the problem. I think mm-hmm. that's where the issue is. I think. Is it possible there's racism? Sure. But I think it's Boston fans being brutal. Don't bring your family to the game. And I think that's what Russell Westbrook needs to understand. Draymond needs to understand. And the idea is like, well, that's not fair. It's free country. I pay the tickets. They need to come. I would not put my family in an environment where drunk, fanatical, douchebag fans could scream at my kids and scream at my wife. That's not a safe thing. Or either get a bunch of goons surrounding yeah. those seats or have them in the pre- in the box. Well, especially the NBA you can ha- you can get seats. You're right next to the bench. You're literally feet away from the players. Like yeah. feet, feet. It's not baseball where they're you know or super hockey. Close. Like super NBA close. is the closest you can get. If you got money, you can be as close as you want. Well, you can get the ball. You could bounce the ball. May come up to you. The uh, yeah. play may fly. Trying to get a loose ball landing your lap. Like that's that's why the tickets, tickets are so expensive. Uh, Pull my game had a really good Philly, Philly fans. You know why? It's terrible to live there. It's, they go Philly, Philly, yeah, yeah Philly's terrible. Yeah, they're, they're terrible. I think they're probably known. I think they're number one for being like, like literally, their mascot with the Phillies is a fanatic. <laughs> like they are fanatical. The Eagles, uh, yeah. what's the Flyers? I mean, the, the Penguin. Like Philly's crazy. Right? Yeah. So I think that's where LeBron seems to be a little sensitive to that fact. I, I think that I think it's just they're super super aggressive, and I think a. A lot of I think I saw a few um, videos of and you know some Boston and if you're a Boston fan you you know put in the comments well tell me what you guys think about what LeBron said. They I think a lot of people say well they you know if I'm from Boston I'm like well we got black players on our team and we don't you know we're not racist because of that like that doesn't necessarily mean anything and I explain why, just because you are cheering for your guy, 
But if you're still throwing out crazy derogatory racist terms, that doesn't negate anything. Well, I like I like I like Jason Tatum. Like that doesn't mean anything. You know what I mean? Like it I does. got black friends. <laughs> exactly. It's the, I, yeah. No, no, no. Yeah. yeah. You want a, your team to win championships so you can go out and get drunk and flip a car over, whatever the hell you know people do now when they win championships. But um, but I want to go back to my Actually, it's a good comment, actually. Uh, Bobby said, it will desensitize your kids, Hannibal, bring them on to early racism, Bill's character. Mm, 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 it, it depends, I guess, yeah. It, it depends. And it's not a very controlled environment. So, like, if I'm playing, I'm not there to at least be there in case something doesn't go wrong beyond just talking. And I feel like sometimes you remember, like, really crazy stuff when you're young and they gotta, you have to have someone there to put the context around, like, this person is saying this, yeah. but it doesn't change who you are, who has a part, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, it could be really, it's, I think it's, it's too many unknown variables that I would not be comfortable putting my family in. Like, do you think, do you think that, like, Philly fans, Boston fans, Oakland, Oakland Raider fans, do you think they know that? the 10 20 years ago that prior generation acted a certain way so they, do you feel like they need to they're doing it to keep up with appearances like they understand oh i'm in boston i'm going to a game i gotta act a certain way do you think that there's an element of that a little bit it's a, it's a culture there's yeah. a culture of very aggressive emotional and you know fanaticism is kind of related to religion like the most religious person the fanatic the fanatical person where they can do some crazy stuff to do damage i mean there i forgot uh the story i forgot it was baseball fans i think it was actually near oakland they beat this um because i think it's a visiting uh fan going check out his team beat the guy to a coma brain damage yeah. over a fight and we, we've seen a couple of clips of people fighting and and we see the the crime rate and people getting more unhinged and ready to fight over anything so you yeah. see people fighting that's why another thing too like should you go and, and put on your jersey to go to a visiting arena with a very fanatical fan base? Well, I listen, I'm, I'm I was born in Chicago. I'm a Cubs fan, right? I live in St. Louis. Majority of my life I've been in St. Louis. St. Louis and the Cubs have a rivalry, but it's kind of a friendly one. But it's a rivalry. It's not quite Boston, New York, but it it's definitely you go to a St. Louis game, a lot of the Cubs travel well. I could wear my Ryan Sandberg jersey proud. Never have no smoke, no problems. But St. Louis fans are very, we're known, you know, they're known for being like knowledgeable. They cheer and clap for everything. A guy strikes out. It's like, oh, good try. Like they're very passionate fans, very loyal, but very kind. Maybe it's a Midwest thing. I don't know. But like yeah. I could wear my Cubs jersey and be sitting front row. Maybe somebody says something like, ah, the Cubs suck. But like it's never anything beyond that. If anything, they'll say that and then buy me a beer the next inning. So it's a very friendly rivalry. So I've never experienced or felt scared to like wear my hometown jersey to some, you know, uh, a home ballpark. But, you know, yeah, if I'm from Boston, I go to New York, you, you know, th there's an opportunity there. Like you feel like something could happen if you run run across the wrong person. But in don't St. Louis, down. I don't feel it. Yeah, Yankees in St. Louis, fan, going, I don't feel yeah, it. Yankee fan going, yeah. yeah, I think if you're a Yankees fan, you're going to the, you know, you're going to see the Red Sox in Boston. Prepare for some stuff, Possibly. you know, especially if some, if some group of fans are too drunk and then egging you on and egging your dad. So it's like certain situations you don't want to put yourself into. Yeah. Um, but it's definitely a culture. It's a culture. You, your father was a maniac for the team. 
Euromaniac for a team because there's a connection to your family, connection to your friends, you're tailgating, you're drinking, you, 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 you're loving when they win, you're crying when they lose. You don't got anything else going on, especially the Northeast. It's freezing. It's cold. This is all we got. You know, New York, it's a little more, you got a little bit more things going on. But I feel like Yankees fans or Mets fans or sometimes Jets fans. But I feel like Buffalo fans seem to be the nicest. Like even the they're, Buffalo's they're mafia. Crazy, up there, Buffalo you know, mafia, they, they tailgate yeah. better than anybody. Like they're crazy. Up I'm, Buffalo. I'm wondering yeah. like, in terms of aggressiveness. Like I wonder if they kind of fall in the same thing. I don't think so. And it's freaking freezing up there. They get like 40 inches of snow a day probably over there. But I don't hear that much of like aggressive, yeah, angry yeah. fanaticism. Yeah, good point. I think I think it could be a little bit of that mob mentality of like, all right, I gotta, I gotta keep up with my boys. We go into the game. I gotta do this. I gotta yep. drink my beers. I gotta, you know. And then you mix alcohol play, in with that. In high, I used to play in high school. Yeah, play in high you school, know, man. I, I could, I could it. strike that guy out, man. I could strike him out. <laughs> nah, you can't strike him out. Get out of here with that. Like, yeah, man. I, I broke my, you know, I tore my ACL. I should be in the league. Yeah, nah, bro, you it. ain't going to league. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think baseball is like the one sport I think everyone thinks they can do. Like baseball's the hardest basketball, sport. Basketball, you gotta be, you know, you think call ba- football. baseball's the hardest. The hitting a baseball is the hardest, hardest thing to do. But I feel like that's the sport where when I hear uh, people call on sports radio, because I usually I pop on list a little yeah. bit and I may turn for music, they'll try to break down the baseball game as if they could coach or they can play. And like you it's couldn't hilarious. Make it. isn't it funny? It, don't yeah. you just laugh at that? Some some football calls too. They're like they should have ran this play. Like yeah, because you you coach Pop Warner, you yeah. can coach <laughs> a, a professional NFL game. Oh great, bro. Yeah. It's a little bit of that. I think it's ego, a lot of ego, and yeah. a culture of just really heavy fanaticism. So I think that's yeah. probably it. I know we got a few oh, Jets. Yeah, like <laughs> yes. <laughs> hopefully do something. Other what was than the, the last uh, time the Jets? So what? The Jets were good. They went to back-to-back AFC championships with Rex yeah. Ryan. Mark uh, Sanchez. The Jets are—they're not—they're trash. They're really bad. Well, they—they they got the, the quarterback now is known for um, being a milf a hunter. Milf, He's a milf, milf hunter. hunter. Yeah, good for him. Yeah. Hey, go after it, bro. Like you was hey. at BYU, you couldn't do anything. Now you just <laughs> spreading your feet all over the place. And he bro. had a, he had a dime. His girl was a dime, and he's still mill fun. So good for him, man. Yeah. <laughs> Look at if he could be Joe Namath, we'll take it. Great yeah, guarantee. <laughs> Zach Wilson ain't that guy. <laughs> You're not that guy. <laughs> he, hopefully, man. I he's mean, not, yeah, man. Uh, New York, the New York uh, quarterback scene. Daniel Jones. I think a lot of us are not. We don't think he's the guy. No. Hopefully, he got to have a great defense behind him, or he's probably not going to do it. And Zach Wilson, Daniel so, yeah. Jones, uh, is always going to be the guy unless he wins the Super Bowl that was running for a touchdown and tripping <laughs> fell on his. He's unless he wins a bowl, he was, he was he's looking that at Pedro at least. He was running, he's, he's the fastest that. white quarterback we ever had since ever. Because I don't think we is that a thing? Fast white quarterback? Um, he's pretty fast though. Yeah, I was, I, I, he, he is fast. You're right. He fast. is. I mean, he he runs around a little bit. I mean, because he, he can't throw his accuracy. Is I mean, all those guys. I mean, we have to understand all these professional athletes, even the offensive linemen. They're gonna cook any of us in a race. Like these are athletes. Oh yeah, right? athletes. You know what I'm saying? They're all athletes. So, yeah. but I want to I want to kind of end it with a little bit of my criticism of LeBron James, and I, I'll just keep it. I'm gonna keep it short to a point where. Sometimes I feel that he is not educating himself on a lot, a lot of the social topics that he talks about. I think he he goes on Twitter and he reads what people are saying and he's going along with that or what some of, and I guess he hangs with mostly 
left-leaning people. But going back to the idea of Boston being racist, well, then Kendrick Perkins talked about um, those uh, those accusations. He said he played in uh, in Boston, never seen that. He said racism is everywhere. And then he asked LeBron, I was like, well, LeBron, you invest, you, and I didn't even know this, You, he's a part or owner, he has some owner shares in the Red Sox. If you think that Boston fans are racist, <laughs> how are you investing in the Boston? Those, those Boston Red Sox fans are crazy. And I'm not saying they're racist, but like they're super aggressive with their love of the game. Why, why would you invest? Now, do you just not care? Mm. I don't think so. I think LeBron's about his money. You know, like a lot of he he puts a lot of the social stuff, and I, you know, I feel like in the general mind he cares. But when when the when Daryl Morey says something about you know free Hong Kong, and he and LeBron would realize he was effing up his money. It was like he was mad because you're effing up. You know, China pays the NBA a lot of money, yeah. so it's a little bit of like if you want to be a professional, you want to go to Michael Jordan route where you just don't you don't you're not political. You do your thing. All Republicans right, cool. buy sneakers too. That's what Michael Jordan said. Yeah. And then at the same time, you want to speak on matters that I don't think he's very educated in. Uh, I see the tweets when like that tweet that he wrote. I don't think he wrote it. The the tweet that you showed with about the grinder. I don't you, don't think think, you don't think he wrote that? No. Based on other other tweets you've seen that you thought he did? Yeah. The mm. grammar, mm. punctuation. Mm. When he's typing his message, it's totally different than the way he wrote there. Now, he probably had the feelings in there. Like, he probably said, can you construct this for me? And and yeah. the guy, you know, he graduated, you know, gra- high school graduate. And also, just, again, I'm not saying he's a stupid person. I just think he's not educated enough. Sometimes when he talks outside of sports or outside of basketball, I don't listen to him talk about business. Clearly, he's a billionaire, so he kind of has some idea what the hell he's doing in that front. Um, but when he talks about some social issues, he gets a little emotional. So, like, yeah, Boston fans are racist as fuck. Really? Or they just, you've beat, you've been spanking the Boston Celtics for years. You beat the super team. Yeah. Like, you were, you, you became the king basically in that game. Do you think they probably just a little mad about that or because you're black? Like, yeah, that's I feel or, like his- you know, that's a good point. Or, you know, you got, you know, NBA games with the Boston, probably what 17,000 fans fill that, uh, that that arena. So one person might say something. Does that mean all the fans are racist? You know, right. like, you know, you know, you could hear the same thing from somebody in San Francisco. Doesn't mean all the fans are, you know, that it's one person doesn't mean. Yeah. So, you know, I see your point about the. It's kind of like a little emotional, and he was quick to say, "All oh, you know, the racist is that you know." So interesting, though, to think that maybe he didn't write that tweet. I wouldn't be surprised. Um, let me ask you a follow-up. Let me ask you a follow-up question to what you just said. Sure. Because this was a big thing a few years ago. Do you think LeBron should shut up and dribble? I wouldn't say that either. You yeah. say whatever you want to say, but take the slings and arrows that comes with it, right? I mean, yeah. I. Like, a lot of the big reason why Boston fans, the racist uh, narrative has started or was always around because it started with Bill Russell. Bill Russell, when he was out there scoring in you know, a black and white era, uh, they say playing against, you know, firemen or plumbers or whatnot. But yeah, you know, he, he had to deal with that. Like legit. It wasn't fake, legit racism. Yes. Um, that was like 60 years ago. But that's the kind of thing that kind of, you know, lingers on and there's some, maybe some old feelings coming from it. But um, Bill, Bill Russell was very vocal about it. Um, Jim Brown was very vocal about it. Um, Kareem mm-hmm. Abdul-Jabbar. The problem is these men were college educated, knowledgeable men. Yeah. 
I would not call any of them stupid. They didn't, I don't know if they would be the type to look at tweets and get emotional about it. They were men, real men. And maybe I'm just getting old and just feel like how it was back then. Like I'm sure they had their flaws. Clearly, Jim Brown had his flaws. He had some issues. Yeah. But they were they more – I think they had a pulse. They had a better pulse and reality and, 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 and were more thought-provoking and forward-thinking when they would get into that yeah. political conversation. Those men – those Ali. three men – yes. Wait, okay, yeah. those four men you just mentioned. You just mentioned Ali. LeBron's done great things for communities, but he hasn't pushed the needle and done things like those guys have. And he never will, and most won't. So it's yeah. a great point you're bringing I, up. Yeah, yeah, and I'm sure LeBron would like to, but he's putting he put his 10,000 hours, his expertise in basketball. I'm not asking him to necessarily be you know some kind of social scientist and understand all that but it is hard to speak on certain things where you didn't put the time to educate yourself on it because you are a genius basketball player yeah you're doing pretty well for yourself you're you know and also you became a billionaire in 20 something years like what he does is phenomenal but i feel like um if he really talked and also if he really talked to his business partners i don't think they're as um progressive as he thinks i think that you know when you go to a business you got money you have some conservative thoughts. I'm sure he knows them. He's been around. I'm sure he's talking to Jay Z and everyone else. When you look at the other side of how they're all, they're all fiscally, they're all conservative. Those yeah, people, all of them. Uh, I mean, come on. Yeah. Um, there was a question. I, I, I guess it ran up. Um, do you? Th- oh, that, uh, <laughs> do you think LeBron, when LeBron no. retires, would he go to politics? No, no. at all. No way. No. When LeBron retires, he's going to continue his his media company, and he'll, you know, maybe you know, produce some movies and stuff and continue with like podcasts and the shop. And, but he's not getting into politics. No way. Yeah. Is that more difficult? Um, yeah. A good point from Bobby politics is becoming more and more immature with social a hundred percent. And yeah, that's great. with senators, yeah, the way great. they tweet, they're tweeting like they're in high school. Go, you it's, know, it's trying crazy. to get the gotcha tweets, the gotcha moments, the memes. He's like, I thought we're, and that's why going back to those other players, um, they, it was serious. You know, it was a big deal. Jackie Robinson, that's a big deal. Because Jackie Robinson went through some real racism. No, that right? was real racism. He was, I mean, literally his teammates, his uh, the other coaches on the other opposing teams. Like, that was, he was dealing with real stuff. LeBron's yeah. talking about maybe a little bit of beer and maybe one person saying something sideways. You know, that's Jackie Robinson had hundreds of people at every game saying something yeah. sideways. And, and, and Ron can point out to per- like he's done, point, hey, just, they s- get him out. I'm like, alright, and hopefully that's legit and it's not overdone and that person will get, you know, get banned or they get whatever, whatever. Um, but, you know, that's it's a lot of nuance and I think that's the beauty, beauty of this podcast that we have. It's, there's some we're not going to, I mean, the only thing I think it's a big red line is, you know, Pedro don't like Drake. And that's about it. I think that's the, that's the only thing that's like straight. Other than uh, that, we open to everything. Like I said, we, we both love white women. We like all the flavors. Uh, it's like Doritos. I like Cooler Ranch. I like nacho cheese, spicy nacho. Um, we all like a little bit of everything, you know. And put in the comments below. I saw a few talking about what the flavors they like. You know, and put in the comments below it. We all would, you know, like to like to hear. Oh, flavors of women or flavors of Doritos? Both. Whatever you want to talk, you whatever your favorite. I think Cooler Ranch is the best flavor of Doritos. I, I would say Cool Ranch is one, and then the sweet spicy chilies two. Yeah. 
Yeah, 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 yeah. And then the classic is, I guess, original is number three. Yeah, yeah original. Yeah, we could be a little too cheesy, but I guess we can talk about this women as well. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I think now we're just rambling. Uh, <laughs> we gotta figure out what we're gonna talk about for next week. Um, Kevin Samuel, man. Let's, let's go. Oh let's yeah! Go. All what, right, do you, guys. what do you think? What do you think? Let, let's let's ask the chat. So we got Bobby and Jeff. You guys have been fantastic in the chat. Sorry, we're not as you know. I'm gonna get try to get better because you know Hannibal does a great job of leading these conversations. I'm gonna try to get in with you guys a little more because you guys have great conversations among yourselves. But then maybe we miss some questions. But shout out to everybody in the chat. Appreciate you guys for being here. We've been an hour and almost what hour and nine minutes. You guys are fin- fantastic. We love mm-hmm. doing these lives because the energy is fantastic. We know it seems like a lot of you guys like it. Um, but so Kevin Samuel, some of you guys might know who he is. If you don't, do a quick Google search. It's, you, you won't be disappointed. This is a man that has said some controversial things. He was very pro-man and a high-value man and what women should be doing to get a high-value man. That's That was his thing. He passed away a couple months ago from a heart attack, I, I believe. Right, Hannibal? Yeah, actually, they had um, the... The this I guess the the cause is hypertension. Hypertension. Oh, yeah. So, so he okay. had some some uh some heart some health issues. I just so, I knew yeah, every time he was on live he was drinking a lot of Red Bulls. A lot of Red Bull. So we wanted you know with this podcast we're you know we've talked to hip hop obviously we talk basketball sports we talk some sports into political things and share opinions and thoughts and we want to hear from y'all but we also like to talk about relationships you know Hannibal's a married man and I was married. Now I have a girlfriend. We live together, you know, so we're both men that are taken. We're in relationships. Right. But, you know, we both want to also talk about maybe relational things, how men and women view things. And Kevin Samuel has some hot takes. So we thought about kind of doing a live or doing a podcast, talking about some of his ideals. Did he help the black community? Did he hurt the black community? Did he do great for women? Did he not? There's a lot to kind of digest there. So, yeah. And uh, I think I, if you're cool with it, I think we should go live again. I think a lot of some live comment. Yeah. Um, uh, Kevin Samuels is a, you know, he was a huge YouTuber. His content is still being watched to this to this minute, probably. Oh yeah. And I think we could talk about it. And, I, and again, I do have that one theory of why I think men and women are not getting along with each other. Mm, I'm gonna still yes. talk about that. So I'm gonna start with that, and we're gonna kind of talk with Kevin Samuels. We can go in the chat. Throwing their comments on, you know, do you think that it was a little bit too anti-women? Did he to get to a point where too many people just don't like women? Yeah. Um, women, you know, th- does that help relationships? But we're gonna go through all of that, and we're gonna end this with one comment by one of my favorite uh, people to see in the chat. Pull my gig. Uh, he just wanted to put this comment out there, and. <laughs> Good for you, Paul my gang. Why do I like him even more now? Is that stupid to say? I just like him even more. I don't know why I say that, but I do. Awesome. And uh, thank Love you, CC. Uh, please talk about relationships. It's important to get respectable men. Yes, I appreciate that. that. You think it's respectable male views. We're talking about not us, us two knuckleheads. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I, 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 you know, Hannibal. I think we. I think it's great, man. We'll do that next week. I would love to hear your thoughts on it. And uh, let's go live, man. Let's do it. Awesome. Awesome. But on that note, guys, have a fantastic night. We'll see you guys next week, Wednesday at 10 p.m. Eastern, 9 p.m. Central. Have a good night, guys. See you.